Did you ever think you were made it? I feel I'm supposed I could take sweet victory. I know this life meant for me. Yeah, why would you bet on Goliath when we got bet David? Value taming, giving values contagious. This world of entrepreneurs, we get no value to haters. Now they run, homie, look what I become. This is Patrick Bedevi, host of ITM, and today we're going to talk about the Rockefeller family, the family that was at one point the richest family of all time, and we're going to break down the secret sauce that got them to do business with so many different people around the world. The Rockefeller family, the Kennedys, the Vanderbilts, all of these last names, there are some habits that pass down generationally from the grandfather to the son to the grandson, and it continues to go down. These are habits. The Rockefellers are known for business, right? But John D. Rockefeller's son, John D. Rockefeller Jr., had his son, David Rockefeller, when he died recently, a couple years ago, he was worth $3.3 billion. He was known for having mastered the art of networking. I want to show you what he did every time he met somebody, and I'm going to show you exactly what his three by five cards were. At his place, at his home office that they had, their family office that they had, in that suite, he had a five foot, a five foot Rolodex of 100,000 contacts. It was a total of 200,000 index cards, three by five, with information on them. Let me share with you some of these names and what it said on there, okay? These are some of the names you see. Let's look at Dwight Eisenhower's as you look at the three by five card. It tells you his name, how to introduce him, dear Mr. President, his field, his background, wife, what part of the country they lived in, university they went to, the first time they met at Carnegie Endowment for International Peacemaking, the phone number, the contact information, and other meetings they've had in the past. Here's another one you're looking at with Richard Nixon. The way he introduced him was Dear Dick, because that's how they spoke. They met first in 1955, June 6th, at a luncheon given by United Republican Finance Co- Commission for, uh, for the state of New York. Also, Walter, look at the details, 10 1955, 10-1856. This this is way before Nixon became a president. Here's another one for you. Donald J. Trump. Donald J. Trump. Back on first time they met, it says they met on 9-23-1971. Think about this. The first time he met Donald Trump, he says, maybe I got to put this contact info aside. Then he puts when he got married, when he got divorced, married to Marla Maples. You know, they met again 61879 at Metropolitan Real Estate Dinner. And this list goes down. There's more context, by the way. Henry Kissinger, LBJ, John F. Kennedy, Mandela, Bill Gates, Gerald Ford. And the list goes on and on and on. What's the moral of the story? Imagine a database. Imagine a Rolodex, 100,000 names. What is the net worth of that Rolodex? What is the influence of that Rolodex? What kind of things can you get done through that Rolodex? Think about the reach of the Rolodex. Think, think about David Rockefeller's reach of his Rolodex, meaning the value, the amount of contacts, how much money they have, how much access to capital, how international it is, the influence that they have just by having that Rolodex. I will tell you here that anybody I meet that's a billionaire or somebody that's made it at the highest level in politics, they will tell you the value of networking may be above everything else in their eyes. So having said that, let's get right into it. Here's a few things I want you to be thinking about. Different types of context you can have. Now this can get a little bit more detail up to 30 of them, but I'm just simplifying for you. One, you want to have access to people on your Rolodex that have access to capital. These are people that if you want to go out and raise $100 million, $5 million, $10 million, a billion dollars, you can do that. My access to capital with the context that I have, it's around $100 billion. It wasn't like that 15 years ago. It is today. Number two, access to legal counsel. 
different industries, whether it's financial, real estate, marketing. You know, you want it to be vast. You don't want it just to be general. General is good, but you want it to be specific. Third is access to the right accountants. Tax laws are changing regularly. And I think too many times people just kind of look past it. Oh, it's okay. I'll let my account take care of it. Every year, end of the year, I sit down with my account. He'll say, here's what's changing. This is what's going on over here. This is what this person's proposing. If this person gets elected locally, this is what could take place. If this person, you know, votes for this state, here's what could happen. If this person votes for this on the federal level, this could happen. It allows me to prepare for it. Next is connectors. People that just know everybody. I need to get a hold of somebody at uh, the Dallas Cowboys place. Yeah, just call this person. Boom. Okay, great. I need to get a hold of somebody that's working with the such and such organization. I know somebody. Call them over here. You want a lot of people here who are very good at knowing everybody. These are people that always go to networking events. They're always at the bar meeting the people. They're great schmoozers. You want people like that. Next is media. Whether it's social media, whether it's podcast, YouTube, whether it's news media, it doesn't matter. You want contacts in media because anytime you're trying to have a splash or a new launch or an announcement you're making, you can call your peers and say, hey, I got this going on. I want to be able to launch it. You talk to them and say, no problem. I'll help you out and then they'll launch what you have going on. Six is Intel. Folks who have Intel research data, inside scoop on what's going on with a certain market, certain economy. Tell me about how this event went. Tell me about how this Southwest, South, you know, South by Southwest event was. What's going on in the New York market? Tell me about the market in Austin right now. How's LA looking right now? You're getting inside scoop. You want people like that. Next is sounding boards. Here's what I'm thinking about doing, John. What do you think about this? I don't like the idea. Tell me why. Do I have any blind spots? Am I missing something? These are good sounding boards to be talking about. Next is celebrities because celebrities isn't anything new. Knowing celebrities is a good thing because if all of these major brands worldwide hire celebrities, hey, they hire Shaq, they hire you know Messi, they hire uh, Ronaldo, they hire all these people because they have a draw, they have a certain Q score. The same goes with you if you're putting a party together, gathering together, event together. Number nine is politicians. You want to know politicians because eventually they're going to dictate the laws. So it's good to know what's going on with your state, locally, federal, state, all that level. And the last but not least is physically attractive people. This isn't anything new. Uh, you go to restaurants that have attractive people. People want to buy from attractive people more than others, especially if the ticket item is higher. It's good to know people who know attractive people, whether you put a party together, company together. I ran a sales office for 10 years, and I had one thing that was a very important thing for me. I wanted good-looking men and women in my office because it brought more people. Similar to a nightclub, except this is more business, but it still brought people to the business. So these are types of contacts. Now, you can set that aside, and you can have access to all these contacts, and you can still not have any value to it because you don't have a quality relationship with these contacts. So let's break these down. Number one, if you've made money together with somebody, that increases the level of relationship you have with this person on your Rolodex. Because you call them and you say, Johnny, last year we made $2.8 million. This next one's looking, it's going to be around 3 to $4 million. You want to do something here? Yeah. How much you want to go on? Half a million, a million? What do you want to do? I'm in for a million. Okay, great. So here you go. I'm going to send the information over to you. Because we've made money together, there's credibility. Number two is we've won together. It could be sports. It could be in the past. It could be we did something together where we won together. There is that bond and trust to know that I'm giving my best and you're giving your best. Number three is emotional bond. Emotional bond may be we shared a common loss together. We had a painful loss. We had a painful moment. Or, you know, we're connected through a church spiritually. It doesn't matter. There's some sort of an emotional bond that you have to each other. So when you call for a favor, that person's willing to help you out because there's that emotional bond. Number four is you had fun together. You traveled together. You played sports together. I don't know. You went to, you know, a concert together. You go to sporting events together. You're laughing with each other. You go to comedy shows, concerts together. There's that emotional bond of fun. You call that person. That person's willing 
willing to establish stronger relationship with you. So they'll help you out. This next one's interesting. A common enemy or an ally. You may have somebody that is an enemy of yours that's also an enemy of mine. You giving me the contact, it's going to help us both win against the competitor that we have or an ally that we have. Six, overcome something tough together. You had a startup. It was very difficult. It was about to go out of business and both of you guys were really working hard and you helped it go together and ended up winning. But that moment brought a bond and last but not least is mutual friends or family. Hey Johnny, I was given your name and number by a good friend of mine and good friend of yours, Bobby. Oh yeah, Bobby. Bobby told me to call you. I got a business thing going on. He said you'd be a good guy to contact. Oh yeah, he told me you were going to be calling. Thanks for calling me. Mutual friend. So 10 types of contacts, quality to contact, and last but not least is actionable items on what to do with your contacts. Number one, most people don't take a time out and go through their contacts to see who's in here. I got, I don't know, I got 11,129 11, names on my phone, but I'll tell you one thing here, they're not all the highest level of contacts. Neither are yours. Neither was I 10, 15 years ago. Maybe I am today, but I wasn't 10, 15 years ago. But the first thing you gotta do is extract the solid contact out of your phone, number one. By the way, you can do this on phone and email. That's number one. Number two, organize and categorize. Based on this or based on whatever else you may wanna do. Industry, professional, celebrity, media, law, tax, it doesn't matter. Organize and categorize, kind of like how they were doing it with the Rockefellers. Number three, stay in constant communication with them regularly. They got to be hearing from you, except not asking for favors. So if you constantly ask for favors, they no longer answer your phone calls because it's always for favors. Can you do this for me? Can you do that for me? Can you do this for me? And that person's eventually going to be like, you're just trying to get stuff out of me. Listen, man, there's no relationship here. It's not in constant communication for favors. It's in constant communication. Birthday, wedding, anniversary, help. How can I help you? Is everything going on? How this? What do you think about this? It's basic communication. And then last but not least, trying to find to add new names to your list constantly. So make a list of 100 names right now for yourself and write it on and say, I'd like to be friends with this person, that person, this person, this person, that person, and work your list. Start working on your list where gradually, as you hit them on the list here, I got 92 more names to go, 78 more names to go, 63 more names to go. I can tell you right now, the emails that I have or the texts or calls that I have with people today, 10 years ago, they were on a list that I was hoping for them to finally get on this list because I wanted to play ball at a higher level. But if I don't put them on the list and I don't take action, they're not going to get on my list. It's the same thing you got to be doing. And then eventually, one day, maybe they talk about your Rolodex and the contacts you have because if presidents, if Rockefeller, Vanderbilt, if Kennedys, if these people value networking and building a strong Rolodex, maybe you ought to do the same as well or take your game to the next level, your business to the next level. Having said that, take care. Bye-bye. Thanks everybody for listening. And by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to Valuetainment on iTunes, please do so. Give us a five-star, write a review if you haven't already. And if you have any questions for me that you may have, you can always find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Just search my name, Patrick Bid-David. And I actually do respond back when you snap me or send me a message on Instagram. With that being said, have a great day today. Take care everybody. Bye-bye.